Bye.
I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. And all of this is happening with this infectious idea that's taking over of this idea of parents' rights, that parents have a right to know. They have a right to know if their child is going by a different name or using different pronouns in school. And the thing that keeps hitting me about this is that parents don't have rights, not parents' rights. Kids have rights. Individuals have rights. We have seen in our legal and justice systems that the decisions that parents make can be legally overridden by their children. Children who are old enough to understand a concept are old enough to provide their own independent consent to that. And if a kid knows what pronouns are, then frankly, they're able to consent to changing their own pronouns and their parents do not need to be involved in that decision. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Straight Talk. I am your host, Jason Brunt, and that is the exact type of issues that we are dealing with on a daily basis all throughout our country. It's these people just like that that are aggressively going after your children, and that's the focus that we focus on quite a bunch. We're going to be talking a little bit more about the attacks on our children and some of the things that we have been trying to do to stop those attacks. We're going to be showing you a couple more of these videos with some of these crazy Looney Tune leftists that think that they can identify as all sorts of things from animals to individuals to different genders. Uh, you name it, they can be it. We're going to be going over our our meeting that we had with Mark Violanello, superintendent of Charlotte County Schools, and some of the members in, in that group. We're also going to be showing you how actually suicide rates are increasing, even though acceptance is also on the rise. We're going to be going over our attacks on Christianity, highlighting some more of those satanic churches that are out there. But first, as always, a message from Big Brother. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent or are affiliated with. Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So you saw in that first video that we just put up on the podcast this is the type of attacks that they're going after is they're saying that parents don't even have any rights to our own children, which through the history of the world and human race, the human race, parents have always been in charge of their minor children. They are minor children. They are not able to make their own decisions. They eat crowns. They think Santa Claus is real. They are not capable of making decisions such as major body-altering decisions as gender-affirming care supposedly does. They also can't make major decisions like getting tattoos or, or excessive body piercing. And that's because a child of that age doesn't know what they want to do. The brain's not fully developed until 25 years old. You know, arguably, we shouldn't even be letting them loose at 18. My 18-year-old daughter doesn't know her ass from her elbow, ladies and gentlemen. Kids are in a confused state of mind just by their development. And on add on top of that, this relentless campaign 
of hysteria that's being directed at them that causes even more confusion and chaos because now you're telling them that they could be in the wrong body and that they can actually be animals. And we're going to go over some of that later. But I want to talk a little bit about our meeting with Mark Vianello, uh, Dr. Disjardin, and uh, Professor Ham over at the Charlotte County School Board just this past week. So we've been trying to get a meeting with these folks. Um, we had some issues where we were talked to you prior to. We spoke with Kim Amantri and some other school board members that essentially basically told us, yeah, there's not enough of you squeaking about this issue. We're just going to go ahead and pass it off and not even pay any attention to it. Meanwhile, they give endless attention to group like Array, PFLAG, and other NGOs and the 10,000 plus LGBTQIA plus organizations that are all actively trying to get into the school system and into your children's heads. But as I'm sitting there talking to these people, and my concerns are these rainbow safe space stickers that they have in the schools. It is a divisive sticker that only includes a select class of people. Children do not feel safe going to a guidance counselor or a teacher's office when those stickers are on the door. It's just how it is. This is not my personal opinion. This is the opinion of millions of Americans all over the United States. And to be frank with you, it's a worldwide issue as well. Uh, it's the Western push on this new pop culture LGBTQ religious cult that they are now trying to bring into these schools. So I'm talking to this Mark guy. I'm saying we need to take these stickers out. Why don't we have something like a neutral zone where the children can all be celebrated as the class of 2025 or the class of 2026 and nothing else? Nobody cares who they're sleeping with, what their skin colors are, or any of these other immutable characteristics. As I'm saying that, I even offered to where we will do all the printing of the stickers to help replace these things, and that a lot of people are concerned about it. Of course, my concerns were met with a dismissive tone from Mark, D Mark Vianello. And here's the concern, is, is they dismiss it like it's not something that's a huge issue. But obviously, it is a massive issue. And kudos to the counties in Florida, like Duval County and Pasco County, that have already taken the correct steps to ban these divisive sex flags in all shapes, sizes, makes, and colors out of the classrooms. You should have the one flag that unites us all, that people of all different colors and all different backgrounds have all bled the same color to defend, and that's the American flag. That is the flag that represents each and every American out there, regardless of where you come from, what you think, or who you sleep with. That's the flag that should be in the classroom because that is the flag that unites us all. I also mentioned that these divisive clubs that keep hanging their propaganda in the school, that also creates a divisive environment. And of course, I get the standard, well, you know, we'll take your thoughts into consideration. You know, we're going to go back to their little offices and push your papers down. One of the things that um, Dr. Disjardin says is hopefully when House Bill 901 goes into effect, then we won't even be able to, we won't have to have this conversation. Well, dude, why do we have to wait for it to get that far past the point of no return to where there's legal ramifications if you disobey? Why cannot you do the morally and ethically correct thing and take this crap out of the schools? But they dismiss us. And he, keep trans he keeps uh, referring me over to the uh, Florida Bill 901. So I want to see if I can show this here to you. And... Let me see if I can get this pulled up right here. So we're going to pop this up on the screen and read to you the bill that they're talking about, that they're waiting to go into effect so that way they can do the morally incorrect thing. Because honestly, they're cuck, wimp, simp men. You can see them sitting there with their beady little eyes. They, they don't care. 
But you know why? Because I'm not part of a union. I'm not part of an NGO that's financing them with spiffs, bonuses, campaign contributions. No, I'm a concerned parent. I'm one of the millions of people that actually pay their salary on a regular basis, but they don't care about us. They just dismiss us. I want to read this to you here. I'm going to pop this up on the screen. This is the House bill that they're talking about, which, by the way, has already gone into effect in several other different states where they've banned these flags. And again, as I mentioned earlier, Pasco and Duval County have already taken the steps to preemptively get ahead of the problem and just get the garbage out of the schools. That way we can create an environment that's truly inclusive for all children, even straight white kids. Sorry, liberals. Check this out. Florida bill that would ban pride flags from government buildings moves forward. A subcommittee in the Florida legislature voted to approve a bill that could limit flying pride and Black Lives Matter flags in schools and other government buildings. Florida lawmakers have voted to move forward with a bill that would effectively ban pride flags from government buildings and schools. House Bill 901 says that a governmental entity may not erect or display a flag that represent a political viewpoint, including, but not limited to, a politically partisan racial, sexual orientation and gender, or political ideology viewpoint. The proposal introduced by Florida Republicans, Representative David Borrow and Sweetwater, of Sweetwater and Representative Randy Fine of Brevard County was approved Wednesday in a nine to five vote, of course, along party lines in the Republican led House's subcommittee on constitutional rights, rule of law, and governmental operations. It is now in the State Affairs Committee. So, ladies and gentlemen, this character right here, spineless Mark Vianello, who is deliberately not taking any action whatsoever to to protect the bill of parental rights because in house bill 1557 and the expansion 1069 the language just wasn't clear enough it was saying that they shouldn't be flying these flags but they've been finding loopholes in a thousand different ways such as making students create work that includes the depiction of these flags so that way they can hang them in the classroom to having little pictures on their desks, wearing certain regalia and memorabilia that has the rainbow colors to spark the conversation. And then that opens the door so they can go and attack the children. Parents do care. And unfortunately, this superintendent and the entire Charlotte County School Board, and I'm not just singling out the Charlotte County School Board biological ladies and gentlemen, it's every school board across the nation. The same conversation that's had in the Charlotte County School Boards are the same conversations that they're having in Amherst, Massachusetts school boards. These people are run by unions. They are soulless, spineless cucks who will simp out any opportunity they get because they cannot stand controversy. They can't stand confrontation. They are weak, and they don't want to say no to a big, powerful group that's going to shame them and make them feel bad so that way they have to run home and cry to their little wifey poo. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we were told that I'm one of the few people that feel this way out of Charlotte County, even though they've gotten tons of phone calls. We've got Charlotte County Speaks, one of our local radio stations that promote Florida Straits and getting these rainbow stickers out of the schools. We've got local podcasts, local celebrities, local politicians, and hundreds of concerned parents that are asking for these things to be removed. But what they want is they want you to go to that school board and they want you to just squawk at them for three minutes and they want you to send them a million and one emails because the way that they justify any one of their decisions that they make is who are they afraid of the most? Well, biological ladies and gentlemen, you and me, if you are a supporter of this podcast 
or Florida Straits, we all agree that this kind of stuff is an issue and we shouldn't have to sit here and kick and scream like temper tantrum babies in a preschool to get what we want. But unfortunately, guys and girls, that is the world that we're in. We are in a, a world that is being run by people with child brain. Nobody is matured. Grown 40-year-old men still watch Marvel superhero movies. They go to cosplay events. I mean, we have never matured like the older generations have. So you can't be surprised when we're being run like a kindergarten. And, and what's terrible about this is that they say that not enough parents care. So at one of our recent school board uh, here in Charlotte County, um, we had a couple of other folks that were up on the pulpit uh, speaking about these exact issues. So I want to show you some videos of the silent majority that is starting to become a little bit more vocal because this stuff has got to stop. So please check this out. I'm sure you all agree schools should be a safe school should be safe for all students. So it raises the question, why are there only safe spaces for some of these kids? By isolating one group from the rest in safe spaces, you identify them as victims and the rest as oppressors. Some, <clears throat> some radical extremists have us apply the tools of diversity, equity, and inclusion to solve these problems. Safe spaces separating these groups, whether by race, gender, sex, or whatever, is the worst ism of all. I mean, look how well it served Harvard University in their selection of the president, a president. So I'm asking you all, I'm asking you to stop this homophobic practice of separating these kids from the rest of students and treat them as normal students. Rather than forming safe spaces, why can't go to, uh, go to why can't the, uh, go to the teachers, parents, Counselors, or even the school boards, they could be encouraged to do this. God bless this guy. Uh, seen him a couple of times talking. He cares about the children. He cares about his community. And many of us do. And it's saying the same thing that we've been saying ad nauseum is get these safe spaces out of there. There's no need for it, ladies and gentlemen. This is a conversation we're having in 2024 America. This is ridiculous. Have we not learned? from our tarnished American history or our overall human history that this type of behavior only leads to more division and negative consequences. But let's not forget that's exactly what the elitists want. They want us to be divided. They want it because divide and conquer. Strategy that worked all the way back in the Gallic Wars and still holds true today is as long as the populace is divided amongst themselves, then these rich elite twits can run around and do whatever they want in the name of self-preservation. And they are doing that. You should look up some of the news stories. Maybe we'll do a podcast about all these rich elites and the bunkers that they're buying and the doomsday prep that they're doing. Meanwhile, all of us sit here and just capitulate and watch them steal our world and our freedoms from us. There is a depopulation attempt going on right now in mass effect. And whether it's from uh, inoculations and vaccines that are causing more harm than good, whether it's promoting a lifestyle and agenda that does not yield children, or whether it's just the total destruction of faith and God. 
Because when you start taking God and faith out, you no longer have a fear of God. You no longer have a fear of going to hell. You live a much worse lifestyle. And in many times, I believe that it would increase suicide rates, which is a concern. But this is something that I want to talk about is the suicide rates. You know, as we grow as a society, right, as we are more affirmative, we're more affirming, we're more accepting. And for the love of Lord, you know, in the month of June and now, what is October 15th to November 15th, we are now inundated with all of these colorful commercials from all of our corporate companies, from Hollywood to Washington, D.C., telling you that the best thing that you could be is part of this rainbow cult. But as we grow with acceptance, we find suicide rates are certainly not changing. So I want to read to you an article here. All right. So this is from the New York Post. It reads, a landmark Finnish study is changing how we approach transgender kids. The movement backing gender transition treatment for children is built on the claim that pediatric medical interventions are not only medically necessary, but truly life-saving. However, no researchers have ever tried to figure out whether this claim is true. No crap, because they don't want to learn the truth, because the truth is going to expose their lies. Until now, dun, 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 it reads, a major new study out of Finland found that providing cross-sex hormones and gender transition surgeries to adolescents and young adults didn't appear to have any significant effect on suicide deaths. What's more, gender distress severe enough to send young people into a gender clinic wasn't independently linked to higher suicide death rate either. What was independently tied to a greater chance of suicide in young adults, a high number of appointments with mental health specialists. In other words, severe mental health challenges. This is what we've been telling you. It's a mental health issue. It is certainly not an affirmation issue. Going back to the article, and two, that this group's higher suicide rate was tied to the fact that they had higher rate of severe psychiatric problems, not to their gender distress. What these young people need most urgently, the study, uh, the study's author concluded, is comprehensive medical and mental, no, sorry, comprehensive mental health care and not necessarily controversial medical interventions. This study gets to the heart of a fierce debate. Whether trans-identified youth's high rate of mental health problems is mostly caused by society's harsh judgment of trans people or whether, as many skeptics argue, at least some young people might identify as trans as a way of dealing with mental health issues that are not driven by gender identity. I'm going to take a pause here. Of course, these kids want love and acceptance. And if we don't give them clubs that support traditional values, Judeo-Christian principles, American values, then the clubs that are giving them that love and acceptance with open arms and fake friendship is the LGBTQ plus community which isn't even a gay thing. Like I've said 150 different times, the T has hijacked the rest of that alphabet. The gay folks that we know are irate that this movement has been hijacked by this now transgender weirdness where kids think that they can just change their gender or species. Going back to the article here, Erica Anderson, a trans woman, a psychologist, and the former head of US PATH, Part of the Trans Medicine Association, WPATH, said that the new Finnish study is going to make a big splash. She frowned upon a reportedly common question gender clinics ask on the fence parents, would you rather have a living son or a dead daughter? 
It is most unethical to say that kind of thing to parents, said Dr. Horitaker II Catala, leader of the new study, published February 17th, and top adolescent psychiatrist at Finland's Temporary University Hospital. It is not based on facts. This is something that we've been telling you the entire time. We are not saving these children by lopping their breasts off and snipping out their twig and berries or creating prosthetic penises out of their forearm that doesn't even function. We are not saving anything. We are creating a more, we are developing a much larger issue that we're going to see play out threefold in the next several years to come as we watch these people that have been manipulated into gender transition grow older and realize how they've destroyed their lives. And we already see these activists coming out, but just like us, just like anybody that speaks against this Ku Klux alphabet clan, they are immediately silenced and shamed. They lose friendships. They lose their jobs. I mean, just speaking out against this causes issues and unemployment. I, as you know, lost my job last year because I asked to have a safe space for straight kids too. And just those words alone were enough to get me terminated from my position. And it hasn't stopped there. Finding employment has been exceptionally difficult. In fact, as recently as last week, I lost another job that within a short period of time, I had already received promotion and I was already being credited as being an exceptionally good addition to the team. Now, I'm not going to call the company out there and blast them because that's not how I roll. But what happened was they found out about this podcast and about our activism. And it caused some liberal heads to absolutely explode. And these liberal twits that were running the show decided they can't have me around because just like the last time, I create a controversial work environment with my words. My words are that men are men and women are women. My words are that there's nothing wrong with coming from a faith-based family and promoting your traditional values in a world where everyone feels it's necessary to promote themselves. And our children are growing up saying that you are not allowed to promote yourself unless you're part of the radical progressive left. Other than that, get away, you filthy, filthy animal. Here's your gold star. Go to your camp. This is the Fourth Reich. We've seen it with the, I mean, they even tried walking papers in COVID. You remember that? Well, your walking papers, you have your vaccine passport. Like, dude, we are in clown world. And I don't know what we're going to do to be able to pull this thing back on the course. We've got people that are identifying not only as a different gender, but now we've got these Looney Tunes that shouldn't be allowed to influence children who are trying to sell us on these people can now be animals too. Guys and girls, every five to 10 years, this stuff's going to get even weirder and weirder. Before you know it, people are going to be running around sleeping with their house pets. They're going to be running around banging farm animals left and right. And it's going to be considered totally and 100% acceptable. Pedophilia is right around the corner. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Trojan horse. These little rainbow stickers in that classroom, the going after your children, that is that Trojan horse. They guilt trip you with the love and acceptance thing. They use a 0.1% statistic to justify that to control 99.9% .9 of all of our thoughts and opinions. They are going to start stooping your kids if we don't stop it now. I want to show you a video 
of the Looney Tune Circus in full effect. And unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, this is somebody's somebody's kid is being affected by this radical twit. So check this. My son does identify as a cat, but I cannot take him to a vet because I tried that and the veterinarian told me that because he has human anatomy, that he does not know how to to work on him or diagnose him with anything. Um, and he legally cannot. So, and while I do think that is a form of discrimination because, you know, my son, if he says he's a cat, he is a cat. Um, and he needs to be treated like that, like one, you know? But um, I'm not gonna press charges because I know that he could lose his license if I, if he did work on my son. So um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to sue him or anything. So don't worry. But this is something that I want to raise awareness on because I do think that people that identify as an animal should be able to go to the vet. You know, that's the that's the medical attention that they're wanting. Um, and so I really do appreciate you asking this question. I think it's an important topic that we discuss because if if we don't, we're never going to make progress. And these people that identify as cats are going to have to continue going to human doctors. And I just don't think that that's fair. <laughs> your kid needs to be taken from you you know this could actually be an intelligent ply ploy on her part to get that gender affirming care that she wants for her son without having to pay the seventy thousand dollar tab that places like john hopkins will charge you to schnup your boy's parts off she probably just wanted to get him in on that neutering special that the vet was having <laughs> Again, this not only is mental illness, but this is borderlining into the child abuse direct. If you as a parent are not capable enough to understand that your child, human child, needs to see a doctor that specializes in humans for their own safety, your child needs to be removed from you. But they won't. They won't. They'll, they'll offer her money to adopt more foster children because this is the type of garbage that they want. So what does it look like? When somebody identifies as one of these animals in a place where it's socially acceptable. Now, I don't know where this next video was taken. I can almost guarantee it wasn't in any of the red counties in Florida, maybe Key West, most likely Seattle, New York, California. But I want you to watch this because this is this is really something. So this is it. These this is this is what we're telling people and children is normal. Look, you use a fork. Hold on, you got a fork, so you're using your opposable thumb to hold the fork while you eat powdered French toast, but yet half pretending to be a dog, dude. It's, all right, so let, let's find some common ground that we can we can find something to agree upon with the whole trans movement to the now wanting to be an animal movement. If you are not willing to fully commit 
then stop shoving it down our throats. Stop with everything, because if you're not ready to fully commit, then all you're doing is just creating a virtue signal charade play that you're just acting out in front of all of us and expecting us to go along. This person right here, you want to go full commit, then you should be eating dog food. You should be butt ass naked, crawling around on all fours 24 seven. If you're one of these trans people, men that want to become a woman, you better snip it off. You better snip that damn thing off. We were watching a video of this big buff Jersey shore looking like dude who's dating this other dude that's dressing like a chick. And he's saying it turns me on when her little when her little wiener gets erect. Her, like, <laughs> and he tries to tell people he's not gay. Oh, my goodness. If you want to do this, you better fully commit. Chop that sucker off, because if you're not ready to chop that sucker off, then you're not actually ready to fully commit. You better be passable or shut the heck up. It's like I've said a hundred times before, and I'll say it a hundred times again. If you walk into the bathroom that you think that you should belong in and you look the part, act the part, and nobody questions a single thing, then go in there, take your crap and leave. Shut up. You don't need to advertise it. You don't need to broadcast it. If you want to be a dog, fully commit. That means I expect you to have all your shots. I expect you to be neutered. Absolutely. And you should be shitting outside and somebody should be picking it up with a little baggie behind you. Oh, my goodness. I, I don't even this this type of stuff here is is the reason why I feel like we might be way past where we're ever going to get our lives back to normal. I mean, this type of stuff. How are you going to now tell these people that grew up the past couple of years in a world of Californians where they're affirmed and told that you can be this? It's going to take decades to try to bring them back into the realm of normalcy and reality. When you tell people, as, as some of these people are adults, as grown adults, that you can live this fantasy world and we're going to go ahead and agree with you. It, it, it's like it's like Neverland with a whole lot more colors and a couple dildos everywhere. This is disgusting. This is absolutely something that needs to come to a super halt, but it's not. It's only getting worse. And we talked about last week this Unitarian Universalist church that was up in Venice. There's one down here in Port Charlotte where our studio is located. And there is one in almost every single county in the entire state of Florida and across the entire United States. This church has been around for, I think, since the 1700s. Obviously, it wasn't as uh, indoctrinatory as it is now with the queer agenda. But check this out here. So this is uh, the Charlotte County webpage of the Universalist or Unitarian Universalist Fellowship. And, of course, out there with their leftist agenda protests, they got this is um, the church that the array group brings children to to learn about gender affirming care and transitioning so this is a church that is actively recruiting children to become a part of the transgender movement here in charlotte county and what's scary about here in charlotte county and, and a lot of the red counties throughout the state of florida is if you're in a red county these people they need more representation in that county and in many cases counties like this and lee county and and pasco county and polk county a lot of the counties in the state of florida they don't have a massive amount of transgender kids running around wanting to cut their testicles off. Believe it or not, it's not a massive number. In fact, it's less than 1%. So by all statisticians' opinions, it would be st statistically inaccurate. But they got to try to recruit because if they can have representation in their community, if they can have a little child that they could put up on a pulpit and use as cannon fodder, 
humiliate that child publicly, but as long as they do it so that way they can advance their agenda, they have no problem doing it because they don't really care about that child. They'll let that child live a life that will almost guarantee suicidal thoughts only because it virtue signals for their agenda. And then the second, if that child says to them, you know what, maybe I don't feel like this anymore, they completely abandon them. Every single friendship that they made along the way is gone. And they start getting attacked by all these radical Looney Tune leftists that like in the movie, The Matrix, where the enemy just starts popping up out of all the random individuals. That's how this libtard Ku Klux alphabet clan is. They're so engaged and energized by their squawk boxes and their social media echo chambers that they feel enabled. Like these two twits that came down and canned me from the last job that I had because they didn't like the words that I say on this podcast and in my speeches. These people right there, they saw it, they got triggered, and they felt, it's my duty. It's my duty to destroy this person's life. It's, I want this person destroyed. That's vile. I have never attacked anybody from any of the opposition parties. I've never gone after their jobs. I've never gone after their cars. I've never showed up at their homes and defaced it. I've never tried to attack their family, get their wives fired. Follow me literally for a year. And I'm sure it'll go on forever, making sure that I cannot have gainful employment with the degree I spent the money for that I am not lucky enough to have forgiven from uh, Mr. Joe Biden there. Guys and girls, this boils down to a war on Christianity. And if you are not a person of faith, I highly recommend that you start reading into the book. Uh, the Bible is a tough read in some spots. It's an offensive read in other spots. It's meant to be offensive because naturally we are struggling with good and evil every single day of our lives within ourselves. That is all the way from Genesis, the stories in Genesis, all the way up to Revelations. It's, 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 it's a giant long story about struggling with sin and overcoming sins. We need to focus more on Christianity and these false prophet churches that are now sprouting up everywhere. And it's not just a Unitarian Universalist church. It's a lot of regular churches, a lot of Methodist churches, Presbyterian churches. You'll now see the, the, the pride stickers and flags everywhere. The Revelations warns us about the false prophecies. Revelation warns us about the plagues. Revelation warns us about the destruction of Israel. Revelations has warned us about every single thing that is happening right now in real time. That is why these billionaires like uh, Mark Zuckerberg and the big bankers and the big famous folks and all of the liberal billionaires have their bunkers. They're now prepping for the end of days because they know that it's coming. And the way it's going to come is not with a giant a bit boom from the sky and some giant magical event where people just start floating up and some start burning in place. It's not. It's going to be division from amongst ourselves first. And that is the design from the elites. So before I just run my mouth for another hour and a half about this subject, because I can, and I do at our speeches quite often, I just want to say that, ladies and gentlemen, please pick up your Bible and start reading your Bible. Find a church that does not subscribe to all of this radical, immoral, and satanic ideology and go to it. Support them. Teach your children about Christ. Teach your children about God. Teach your grandchildren about Christ. Teach your grandchildren about God, but do it correctly because Jesus wasn't 
a pot smoking hippie who walked around hugging everyone. Matthew 21, we've talked about before, verses 12 through 17, I believe, talks about how Jesus went to the temple during Passover and saw that there was a market in the temple where they were ripping people off and and it was a, a rife with sin. So he flipped tables over. He drove them out of the market aggressively. He yelled. He screamed. He said, this is a house of prayer. My father's house will not be used as a den of for a den of sinners, den of thieves, den of liars. Guys, teach people the right way. This In the days of Noah, there was only a few people that were saved. And I don't know how many people were on the planet back then, millions, millions and millions at the time in that area. And only eight people were saved. There's seven, there, there's how many people are there on the planet right now? Let's look that up. How many people are right now? 8.1 billion people on the planet right now. If you think 4.1 billion, a little more than half, are going to be saved, you're wrong. Eight out of millions in the days of Noah. Ladies and gentlemen, there's only going to be few of us. And I say us, assuming that I'm even in that category. But let me tell you, I sin too, ladies and gentlemen. I'm battling with it every single day, just like most of you are. But you got to repent. You got to stop doing the wrong things. You got to start making yourself uncomfortable in Christ. You were supposed to be. It's supposed to be tormenting. It's supposed to be painful. Any good thing comes from uncomfortable situations. Learning to get a degree, the education part of it, studying, taking tests, learning, learning, learning. It sucks. But once you get that degree, you have the knowledge, it opens up opportunities for you. And then you can work in a career of your choosing. Unless, of course, you know, you speak at school boards and have podcasts, in which case that's a whole different story. I don't recommend, by the way, uh, becoming an activist. It doesn't seem to pay very well. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much for joining us on another episode of Straight Talk. Uh, when you're done checking this episode out, head on over and check out the Freedom Chronicles where I'm actually going to be heading over to here shortly, and we'll be doing their podcast as well today. Ladies and gentlemen, our sponsors are Florida Straits. They're all over the state of Florida speaking at many different events, going to school boards, putting pressure on these radical rogue teachers and school board members to help defend your children's innocence. So I recommend checking them out at floridastraits.com, F-L-O-R-I-D-A-S-T-R-A-I-G-H-T-S. As always, we are shadow banned on pretty much every single thing out there. So do like, subscribe, hit that notification if you actually want to see when we put out episodes because YouTube and all of the fascist books out there are not allowing our content to be found unless it's deliberately searched for or clicked on by link. We are trying to grow our X presence. I do believe Elon Musk is making the right steps. However, X doesn't really to be seem to have that much engagement for us right now. We are slowly growing. So if you can, head on over to X at STR8POD, where I interact with everybody directly. We also put our live streams up there. If you're watching on X now, like and subscribe. If you're watching over on YouTube, I suggest head on over to Rumble or head on over to X. It's just a matter of time before the Ku Klux Alphabet Clan the alphabet company that runs Google is just going to shut us down because we do not toe the line. We fight against it and we will every single day. And for those of you that think that you can continue to attack me and our members, and we're going to capitulate 
and give up, you are dead wrong. You're only making us stronger. You're only irritating us more. And you're only giving us more fuel for the fire to put you out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on another episode of Straight Talk. I am your host, as always, Jason Brunt, and we will see you next week. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country.